Welcome back to Just the Good News, please, with me, Joe Yule. It's Sunday, the 17th of May. Reasons to be cheerful, part three. Hey, yo, who's having a ball? And, you know, they asked me to get on the mic, and they asked me, can I kick it? Can I kick it? So we start with some initial assessments of what lockdown has really meant for people and how the majority of communities globally have responded. And contrary to the usual media frenzy and reports of rioting and threatening behaviour in the States, the overwhelming feeling is one of solidarity and togetherness, with reports out today a beautiful reminder of the acts of goodwill that we've seen. Now for starters, in the UK at the start of March, a call was put out for NHS volunteers as the health service was due to be overwhelmed as a request for 250,000 people to sign up and risk their lives to help seniors, people isolating and medical staff who needed deliveries. More than three times that many people stepped forward and there is no denying the general level of an appreciation for the NHS is stronger than ever before. Stateside, many small business owners and service workers willingly shut down their enterprises and thereby their livelihood even before the official orders came. In April, 50 restaurant owners in Atlanta publicly rejected the Georgia's governor's invitation to reopen. Together, they took out an advert in a local newspaper, writing, We agree that it's in the best interest of our employees, our guests, our community and our industry to keep our dining rooms closed at this time. For some, staying home has been a little bit of a strain, but for others, it actually means a full-blown financial ruin. Sacrificing your own financial security for the common good was a solemn commitment that people made across the world. So how does it feel in life after lockdown? Well, I had to refer first and foremost to the recently reopened island of Ibiza, where I live. And to see how people are getting on there after experiencing more than seven weeks of one of the strictest versions of the restrictions in Europe. And first, I asked one of the island's most loved architects. Hi, Rolf Blackstad here. Just for those of you who are new to our beautiful island, that's our traditional cell phone good if your battery dies and you have to continue with your Zoom conference call. Anyways, all I can say is I feel extremely blessed to have been able to spend my lockdown here on the island and uh, absolutely nothing to complain about even if I am actually quite prone to do so. How are locals really feeling that live there? Oh my god, it's so beautiful to be allowed out. I cannot tell you. I was just just saying to my mum just now, I think it's only now that I've realised how difficult I found lockdown. Like, I've been going through it, just being like, yeah, no, it's fine, it's not affecting me at all. And now I look back on it and I'm like, oh, it really was. It's so nice to be out and, yeah, it's so, so amazing. We also caught up with the island's leading and favourite walking guide. Hello, Toby here from Walking Ibiza. And how did I feel yesterday, which was May the 11th, it was the first day that they were calling freedom on Ibiza. We're allowed out of lockdown. Um, We're allowed to meet people, allowed to go to restaurants and things. It was absolutely brilliant. We went and met some of the guides and had a beer together and a chat. It was so lovely to be physically with people, which I think humans miss massively. We had a good chat and a good laugh and I drank a few too many beers. But on the flip side, I am really 
um, angry inside that we're not allowed out walking still. It is absolutely insane. And one of our favourite island authors. Hi, Susie Pearl here. So I'm in Ibiza and we've really just been let, let out this week. And for me, it's all about gratitude and appreciation. And, and everyone feels gratitude for the simple things now. And that's just brilliant. The island is said to be at its most beautiful right now after no human interference since all of this began. No tourists, no boats, no overlay of sewage and no nightclubs opening anytime soon, which means for one summer only, the island gets to snooze and rest and recharge, just like we have all been doing for the past few months. Ibiza has also seen the launch of a wonderful new project, which sees those living there writing love letters to the island in a new show of appreciation and of their love for the place they're lucky enough to call home. As the focus and attention very clearly moves away from the boat parties, the super yachts, the extravagance, and the more showy side of the island and excess of the party scene, and the external, the love letters show the things that people have really been appreciating lately. You can find it on Instagram at loveletters.fromibitha and we couldn't not include one from one of our favourite island musicians and his wife Chloe, which the magical Mr Justin Manville reads for us now. Beyond freedom, beyond restriction, beyond your body, beyond your mind, beyond this time, beyond this world, beyond this universe, beyond infinity, I stop at you. You're the smile on my face from a memory. Expression in my eyes, everything I see. This body that I'm in that you gave to me. My energy. Again, don't know where, don't know when. And finally, we end today's show with news that one lady has landed her first number one album at the age of 103, Dame Vera Lynn, who wrote this track, We'll Meet Again, and which is on board the record. But for today, it feels like an apt song to finish on because not only have we all been separated through our isolation periods, but the real reason it went rocketing back to number one is because it was hugely popular during wartime. And as VE Day was celebrated last week, and I was unable to file that special episode I had planned, maybe this is the moment in time that we acknowledge the very people who actually gave us our much-missed freedom in the first place, the ones who suffered to make it so. And just to give you one little glimpse to feel gratitude on this, our Sunday service edition of Just the Good News Please, we end with this man. We were escorting these, these big American liberty ships which were full of tanks, guns, planes, all for Russia. We had to wear a harness over our duffel coat. Our dress then was the old long johns, right, all in one. Then we had a seaman's jersey, and then we had a pair of overalls. Then we had a duffel coat with port and starboard lights on it. The barren sea that goes into Mermaid is the coldest sea there is. You last four minutes and you're a block of ice. Solid block of ice. 
wartime crew was a bit more than peacetime. We had 250 on ours. And when they fired a torpedo at us, the U-boat, it missed us by about that. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm a lucky man to be here. That's all today. I'll leave you with that clip. One of the very few survivors of war will be back next week with Just the Good News, please. Thank you for listening.